and online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960, The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. Today is Football Friday, August the 18th in the year of the Lord 2023. This is Hour 2 of Episode 910 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. Had a great first hour if you missed it. We had Paul Whittington live from Garner. We had uh, North North head football coach Larry Dell II live from Wheat Swamp. And Green Central head football coach Jay Wilson live from Snow Hill as we start our second hour. It's also, man, every time I have an opportunity to have a legend in my my, my plush, well-lit studio slash uh, home, you got to have it when uh, Coach George Whitfield joins us here and uh he's here for a very special reason we've got the 2023 the class of 2023 kenson lenore county sports hall of fame is going to be inducted tomorrow night the great george whitfield uh who's in to, i don't even know you do you know this he's in 12 halls of fame himself did you know that did not know that he is he's in a dozen halls of fame including our kenson lenore county sports hall of fame uh and the ceremony for that the class of 2023 is tomorrow night at uh, the Kenston Community Center. Coach George Whitfield, welcome to the show this morning, sir. Always good to be with you, Brian. Uh, introduce our guests that we have here with us too, sir. Well, this is my brother, Ed Sexton. Uh, this is Amos Sexton's oldest boy, and he and his younger brother, Don, are going to be here with us this weekend, so we're so happy to have them. That is awesome. I got to tell you, uh, Mr. Sexton, may I call you Ed? You can call me Ed. Hey, I <laughs> This man over here has just told us so many stories about your pops oh. and just how special he is to you or to him, uh, to Coach Whitfield. Uh, just are you aware of all the history that uh, your father established here in Kinston, Lenore County? Uh, I am, and I was born in Kinston. I lived here. We didn't move until I was eight. So I have a pretty good memory of a lot of the things that went on, a lot of the games. I was old enough to know, to know all of that. My younger brother was only – he was he was too young to remember any. But I remember a lot of the guys, a lot of the games, a lot of the history. Well, I'm telling you, uh, as someone – I only got here in 2002 myself, so I've only been – well, I say only, but I've been here 21 years now, Coach, uh, or uh, Ed, and uh, – but one of the common refrains of me being here is talking to this man over here, George Whitfield, and, I mean, he he, he bangs the drum. He really does for your father. He bangs the drum for uh, Paul Jones, uh, for all those that came before us, and he will not let – and that's one of the things that I appreciate about Coach Whit is he makes sure people of – and I'm 54, so I'm old anyway, but not just people of my generation, right. but people in the other generations too, they know who Amos Sexton is. Well, I, I appreciate that, and, and j he's a wealth of information. I was, uh, if there's any way you could copy all the information he has to where you could keep it, it would be uh, unbelievable because it's, you know, all that he remembers and all that he knows, the records he's got, and uh, the stories, you know, which Dad, I've, I'd heard a lot of stories from Dad back, back in the day, but, you know, George uh, enhances on them, and, you know, you you hear more and more about what went on and so on and so forth. Who needs a computer when right. you've got Coach George Whitfield around, right? <laughs> That's, that is correct. <laughs> I'm telling you that. Coach Whit, how you doing this morning, my my friend? Good. Uh, I got up 
pretty early this morning, so I'm ready to go. Oh, this is very good. Well, let's talk about uh, tomorrow night. Uh, and, again, we're so pumped because high school football. This is the first uh, day of high school football for right. the 2023 season. But in the same weekend, we've also got the class of 2023, uh, Kansas and North County Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, that is going to be taking place. And I got to tell you, Coach Witt, you know, and you've been, can you believe, I think there's only four of us now that have been around since the very first class that have been a part of every one of the classes that have helped put this uh, ceremony together every week. Me, you, uh, Craig Hill, I think it's Steve Oliver. Unless I'm forgetting anybody, I think that's it. I think it's us four that have been doing it. But I got to tell you, Coach Witt, I think outside of that first class, which, of course, you know, had all the legends that were inducting that, I'm not so sure this isn't the second best class we've ever inducted, sir. What do you think? This is this is a wonderful class, and it covers lots of different areas, mm-hmm. uh, different sports. Like first one we've ever done in wrestling, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we got some really really good people. And I think it shows in the fact that we've sold so many tickets. It's uh, it's amazing. They tell me there's going to be over 475 people there tonight. Well, now, I, I said this to Coach Hill. Coach Hill was in here yesterday and uh, with uh, Craig Dawson. Two of the inductees were in here in our second hour yesterday, Coach. And as I said to him, I've not made as many meetings as I've needed to this year because I've had different things going on and all that. But uh, I know for a fact, haven't we added tables two separate? I know we did after the initial one. But I think we added more tables a second time, didn't we? I think you're right. And they've had to print <laughs> tickets more, yeah. more than once. That is so much. That's, yeah. That is so awesome. I cannot wait for this. You know what? A lot of people don't realize, Brian. Uh, some years ago, we had a North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame meeting, and the president got up right near the end of the meeting. He said, I want to bring something up to you fellas. He said, don't you think that it would be nice if I would go around the state and go to each one of the towns that has somebody in the Hall of Fame and uh, see if they would, might like to have a banquet and honor them and put a plaque up in some place in the city to signify that they have a member of the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. <clears throat> to my knowledge, Kinston is the only one that took the challenge on Wow. I came back and mentioned it to uh, Bill Ellis, and Bill jumped all over it. And, of course, that's the reason that we're having what we're having tomorrow night and have had all the ones that we've had. But I think Kinston's the only town that I know of that has what we've got. Not Charlotte, not Raleigh, not Winston-Salem, not Asheville or Wilmington or Fayetteville or anybody like that, but little Kinston, North Carolina, Coach. Yeah, and, if, and if people haven't ever been out to the recreation department and seen what's out there, it's, it's really uh, very, very nice. Well, this is what I like to tell people, Coach Witt, that uh, <laughs> we literally, you know, you talk about a Hall of Fame. It's literally a Hall of Fame. You go down that hall, you've got all the displays on the left-hand side. You've got uh, Leo Hart, and uh, I think Lynn Dawson's one of them, maybe. Bobby Hodges. Bobby Hodges, you're right, that have displays there on the right-hand side. And then, like you said, Coach, the uh, bronze uh, plaques that are in there. When I say a bronze plaque, people are going to think like an 8 by 11 plaque. No, I mean, these are huge, heavy bronze plaques that you've provided down there, Coach. They're really nice, and, uh, of course, uh, tomorrow night we recognize Jerry Stackhouse who just got in the Hall of Fame. What a night that was. And you and I have talked here on the show since then, Coach. But just to remind people, like you said, Jerry Stackhouse, I believe he became, is it the seventh or eighth? And I'm, I should I think know it's seven. I think it's seven that are here from Kinston that are part of the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame, including yourself in that, Coach. But 
that was a pretty special night when uh, Jerry was honored in Raleigh. Oh, it really wasn't it? was. He he was sharp as a tack, and he looked good. Because he should, you know, he would have been in it a long time ago if he'd had been able to. He was playing Attended, ball, yeah. playing ball, so he couldn't do it. But it was great to see him, and I'm so happy we're honoring him tomorrow night. We're gonna bring. We're gonna talk about each one of these people. I want to get your thoughts, and that's the beauty of having you in here, Coach Witt, is that I want to give you the opportunity to uh, to give your thoughts on each one of these eleven uh, inductees that'll be inducted tomorrow night, and the five teams. There are five teams that are going to be inducted into the uh, Kinsella North County Sports Hall of Fame tomorrow night too. But I, I've got to ask you the question as someone who grew up here. Yes, you've been all over the state, all over the country in your uh, your coaching journey, uh, Coach Whitfield. But why is there so? Why have we had so much athletic success here in Kinsella? Like I said, to get to the point where we have seven seven Hall of Famers right here in Little Bitty Kent Center in the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. Well, Kinston has has always been a great a great sports town. Uh, it was back as far as I can go back in in the late forties, and uh, before Coach Mock came here, uh, Kinston's football program was horrendous. I mean, it was terrible. It was like forty something and a hundred and something losses. Wow! And he turned that completely around, and then. Uh, we started uh, doing well. I think the first time we played uh, for a state championship was in 1948. Bill Fay was the basketball coach, and they were runner-up that year, and that's when Ed's dad came the next year and uh, put our first state championship on the board in 1950. Mm-hmm. But uh, – it's always been a wonderful sports town back in those days and has continued, and uh, I'm very proud of my hometown. I think it's, uh, it's a wonderful place, and I'll, it's always be close to my heart. That voice you're listening to, that, that is Coach George Whitfield, uh, just a veritable legend sitting here in my uh, home studio right now. Got Ed Sexton with us, too. Uh, you said you remember some of those, uh, Ed, those, those times your uh, father helped lead uh, us to uh, state championships over at Granger High School. What stands out to you when you when you look back at, like you said, the first eight years of your life here in Kenston? What is there something that stands out to you, sir? Uh, not in particular. I mean, it was a lot of excitement. I mean, I remember the gym was always packed, you know, and um, it you know just things like that you kind of pick up and remember, and mm-hmm. there's all the excitement. And, you know the way basketball was. It was, um, yeah. I remember those kind of things more than anything. What did Kinston mean to your dad? Oh, it it meant a lot, um, no doubt about it. I mean, so <laughs> George probably can tell the story, but my dad was in the Marines, stationed at Camp Lejeune when he got got out, and he ended up going to East Carolina. He's originally from Alabama, mm-hmm. and um, so he ended up going to East Carolina, played football. And um, he, um, you know, graduated in, I guess, physical education, was looking for a job. And so the the head basketball job came up at Kinston, and he went and applied. And I, I guess it was the superintendent that interviewed him, George. Uh, Gene Booth. Yeah. And, um, you know, he went and interviewed, and um, Mr. Booth was asking, you know, what kind of experience do you have? You ever you know, played but Played. I've never played basketball in my life, uh, <laughs> and you're applying for a head basketball coaching job, yes, sir. And so, what makes you think that you'll be um, 
what, what makes you think that you can what you can do? He said, he said I'm gonna outwork everybody. He said, um, and he sold himself, which he was a salesman. And um, anyway, he ended up with the job and just uh, worked hard, you know. And and I think that was more than anything. Um, was you know worked very hard at what he did, and and I you know drove the <laughs> worked worked the boys hard. And uh, it all paid off in the end or whatever. I'll give you a chance here, Coach. Well, what made Amos Sexton so special to, to Kent? I think the thing that, that made uh, Coach Sexton and Coach Mock so great and so enduring to all of us who are still living that played for them is they had an interest in us as people other than their players. They, they loved the boys they coached, and they would go out of their way to help them do anything when they were playing and after they finished playing, they could to help them in their life. And they they knew the right buttons to push at practice. They knew when to get on you and when to get off of you. And uh, they could inspire you to play. Uh, I know, I remember Coach Mark's favorite thing when he as he, we would go out, warm up, come <clears> in, <throat> get ready to go out for the football game right before we break the dressing room. He'd say, fellas, let's go get soaking wet all over tonight. I'll never forget that as long as I live. With as many years as you coach, Coach Whitfield, what are some of those things that you learned from the guys that you played for? Again, uh, Coach Sexton and Coach Mock. And uh, I don't think you played for Coach Jones, but you, you got to know Coach Jones. But definitely uh, Coach Sexton and Coach Mock. What, what, did, what did you learn from them that you applied in your five or six decades of coaching, sir? Well, you learn, you learn to be on time. You learn to do things the right way. Uh, you learn to, uh, you know, just just be a good person because they wanted you to be a good person and they wanted you to be well-rounded. They, they liked for the boys to play, to be involved in the mixed chorus, uh, all types of activities. It wasn't just that they wanted you to be an athlete and that's all. They wanted you to be well-rounded and be involved in the school in, in different ways and uh, – they, they, they never had any problems. We had boys in the mixed chorus and, and all types of things. And so they wanted well-rounded guys, and they wanted you to play more than one sport. They, they did not particularly like it just to be one sport guy. And so I, I remember my senior year, we had about uh, 18 guys that played all three sports. And uh, you don't see that today. Uh, you, you're lucky if you've got three or four guys that play three sports heck you might and just only have a one sports, or two, yeah, two. Yeah, yeah and then maybe three or four that play two sports i mean that's that's amazing that you guys all played all sports you'd start off with football in august and then when football was over with you move into basketball from basketball into baseball and then all the boys that had played baseball that year would go on and play legion baseball and then next year start football practice because back then we, you know, we didn't have track and and those other sports, but it would just go one from one to the other, and uh, but it it was never something where you played baseball year round like they do today, or even basketball. Or year basketball, round. I mean, yeah. You've got a, especially here in this town, you got a lot of folks that play that. You know what else I miss too, Coach? Now I didn't grow up here in Kansas, but I grew up in Northwestern North Carolina, and I went to North Wilkes High School, and I remember our feeder schools, tra- our, our feeder elementary schools going into North Wilkes. Coach, I can tell you, and now bear in mind, we didn't have a tenth of the history that you guys here have here in Kinston, but I remember growing up and as a third grader, fourth grader, fifth grader, 
I wanted to play for North Wilkes High School. We won a state championship in 1961. And, uh, I mean, eight years before I was even born. But I grew up, and I wanted to play for North Wilkes High School. And I know from being here in Kenston, we are one of the few towns remaining in North Carolina where the kids, when they're at Rochelle or they're at Contentney or whatever, they want to go and play basketball at Kenston High School. That's what I miss too, Coach. I mean, just yeah. – and I'm sure that's the way it was when you were in elementary school and – or not just you, but I mean uh, other kids too. When they grew up, man, they wanted to play for Granger. Man, they wanted to play for Adkin High School. Yes, you know, when they got older, I miss that, Coach. Oh, I do too. I do too. I was telling Ed on the way over here this morning. Uh, coach Grice was a great coach at Adkin High School, and he and Coach Martin, Coach Sexton, were very close. And uh, back they wanted back, the best for the kids of back, Kenston back didn't in they? those days. And you know that uh, they let Adkin use Granger Stadium. And back then, what that wasn't uh, looked upon in every circle. You know, I wrote about that because way. beginning in 1955, yeah. I, was it 55 or 58? 52. 52 they played for the uh, state championship at Adkin. And, and we were one of the only towns in that, America, if not the only town in America, where blacks and whites played in the same stadium. That's exactly right. So. Yeah. They, they were they were always did close. you know that? I, uh, George told me on the uh, way over here. Yeah, they, they were close, and uh, I remember that uh, we shared equipment with Adkin uh, way back then because I remember distinctly seeing Coach Grice over there visiting with Coach Mock and Coach Sexton and picking up equipment and stuff. So uh, it's been a good feeling all along, and I think that's why that uh, Kinston has uh, loved athletics because they've had good good leaders. They absolutely uh, have. And all those men that you just mentioned are in our Kensal and North County Sports Hall yeah, of Fame. And, and uh, uh, certainly uh, don't want to leave Paul Jones, who was yeah. a fantastic basketball coach. That I was Paul Jones' first practice teacher. When he came here in 1958, I was his first practice teacher. And uh, what a job he's done. And uh, I think PJ, his son's going to be here this weekend. That is awesome. I know. Listen, I received something in the mail from Marshall Happer yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I know you did. Yeah, <laughs> and I haven't had a chance to look at it. I've been so crazy busy, but I think it has something to do with uh, the maybe the 50. 55, 56 teams. Yeah, so I need to get that on my computer and get it ready for tomorrow night. But, yeah, I, how I didn't even know Marshall Happer knew who I was, and uh, I, I get a piece of mail from him and a, and a flash drive from him I yesterday. did, too. I got it, I got it too. Oh, that what is awesome. it is, it's his mother. They lived across the street from Emma Webb Park, and his mom kept a scrapbook like no other. And in this drive, she's got all the games in 55 and 56 and all the pictures in this drive. No way. Yeah, of every game they played in those two years. Well, I appreciate what you brought me earlier this week too, Coach Whitfield, and like I said, just raising the curtain a little bit for our listeners. But this man over here, Ed, has just obsessively, and I say that in a good way, Coach, but he has every year record for Kinston basketball. And not just basketball for, for everybody, but what he brought me was all the coaches, every single coach that's coached basketball at Kinston and Granger High School and their records and how many state championships they've won and all that. And, Coach, it's in a special place, and I will not uh, I, I, I will not lose it. I'm just I'm so excited I, about that. I bet, he didn't give, I bet he didn't give you a flash drive. No, he didn't give me a flash drive. No. <laughs> I love it. Tell you what, let me pay a bill here. And, Coach, we need. I want to talk about tomorrow night's ceremony and the people we're going to be inducting. But I want to thank uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare. They're the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show, nestled in the heart of Lenore County, 
right here in Kenston. UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to the good folks over at uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare, uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare, Beverly Jenkins, all those folks for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's jump right back into it. It's the great George Whitfield. It's Ed Sexton joining us here live in our studio. And coach, uh, well, we've got about 15 minutes or so left here. I want to, I want to get your thoughts on, uh, each one of these inductees. Uh, I think that's, what's going to make this special is having George Whitfield talk about each one of these. And let's start with Clay Croom, uh, one of the great athletes in Granger high school history. Well, I used to hear coach Mock talk about Clay Croom, uh, when I was coming through school, he was he played back in the thirties and, uh, coach Mock, always said that Clay was one of the toughest kids that he ever coached. Tremendous athlete. And, but I got to see him play when he was playing baseball with Kinston and uh, as a young person. But I'm so happy that we've gone back to that era and picked up somebody who is so deserving of, of being honored. And uh, I'm sorry he's not going to be here. He died in 2003, but he was a decorated World War II veteran and, and a great Kinstonian. And a star not just for uh, Carolina, also an athletic star for Wake Forest, too. How many of those? You don't see a lot no. of uh, that are – now, they weren't in the ACC then. Right. But to have uh, a gentleman that was a star for both of those. Okay, uh, that's Clay Croom, uh, uh, William Clay Croom, Jr. Craig Dawson, we had him here on the show yesterday, uh, Kenston High School, Wake Forest University, Coach. Well, I have never had the great opportunity to meet Craig Dawson, but I've heard about him from uh, Wells Gulledge and Craig Hill. And the fact that he uh, is the leading player in the history of Kenston Granger High School basketball with 2,182 points tells me how good he was. And, Coach, here's what's crazy about that, too. He didn't do that in four three, years. Three years. Yes, sir. Yeah. And 537 rebounds, 287 assists, and 150 steals. And 2,000 points. What an athlete. That's amazing. When you look around, and like even in here, and Jerry Stackhouse and Reggie Bullock and Brandon Ingram. And now Jerry only played three years at Kenston High School, but he still, but Craig still outscored him. But Reggie and Brandon played four, four years. years. They're both in the NBA right now. And Craig outscored them in three years, coach. Unbelievable. Yeah. And he had a great career at Wake Forest. He got 1,342 points at Wake Forest. <laughs> and Tied the ACC record for three-pointers in a game with 11 one time. and uh, just a, and I covered that game, by the way, Coach, with the Gaston you, Gazette. You? I covered that for the Gaston Gazette back in uh, 19 – no, that would have been uh, 2000 or 2001. I can't remember, but uh, I was at that game. It was his senior year. I covered that. Craig's had a wonderful career as a coach. He coached at Forsyth Country Day, and, and Winston is now at Woodbury Forest, a wonderful school up in Orange, Virginia. And, and do, was a Virginia Coach of the Year. And doing a wonderful job. That was yeah. amazing. I know I don't have to – I'm not going to have to poke you real hard to get some great words uh, out of this next guy, but uh, Bill Ellis, I mean. Well, he wore so many hats, and he wore them all great. I mean, what a, what a guy. Started off down low and worked his way up and – last 20 years or so he's head of the Kinsland North County Recreation Department. He's done as much or more than anybody I know 
to bring recreation to the forefront in Kinston and to help. And has always been a big fan of, of uh, Granger, Adkin, and Kinston High School, and has done everything he could for young people. Uh, it's nothing, nothing good that I couldn't say about Bill Lewis. What a guy. Amazing, a amazing guy. gentleman. Daryl Goff, like you mentioned earlier, Coach, are the very first wrestler in our Hall of Fame. Daryl, uh, yeah, I'm so happy that we got somebody like this. It's a wrestler, had a tremendous <laughs> career at North Lenore. It's a 119-pound wrestler. It's a state champion, and uh, a record of 241-38 is tremendous. Four-year record, and won 43 tournaments. So it was an Eastern 3A, Eastern M- Regional MVP, and uh, just had a great record, and I'm so happy that we honored someone that uh, is a sport other than football, basketball, and baseball. I agree with you wholeheartedly there, Coach. Man, this next uh, this next young man, uh, he said he basically grew up in your backyard in, uh, I guess, in Hamlet in Richmond County, Coach, but uh, uh, we had – it's Wells Gulledge. We had him on uh, Monday's show. He talked about you and the influence you had on him. We talked to Craig Hill yesterday about Coach Gulledge and about how uh, Coach Gulledge – or uh, Craig Hill decided we want Wells Gulledge here at Kenson High School. Who does he call to get him? George Whitfield. I and I let, let's maybe we'll take an extra minute on Coach Gulledge because we've now heard from two different angles. Coach Whitfield, Coach Gulledge told us about how you got him to Kenson. Coach Hill talked about how you got Coach Gulledge to Kenson. I want to hear from the horse's mouth himself. Uh, how did you get Coach Gulledge to uh, Kenson High School, sir? When I heard about the basketball opening. Uh, I can't remember whether I said something to Craig first, uh, but uh, I, I said, I know where there's a good basketball coach that you need to get in, uh, down at Jacksonville. So Craig said, well, you go down and talk to him. So I went down, and he was on the tennis courts in, in an afternoon <laughs> class. Now, now, Coach Gulledge says you drove up almost – not on a tennis court, obviously, but you drove up right beside the tennis courts. I did, right, right next to the fence, yeah. And I said, come here, Gulledge. I said, I'm ready to take you back to Kinston to coach basketball. And he was shocked, you know. But it turned out uh, wonderfully well, and he was here for 11 years with a fantastic record and uh, won three state championships. Uh, it's true that Wells was born right around the corner from me and spent a lot of time in our neighborhood. And well, he said he spent a lot of time at your house and in did. your backyard, Coach. He did, and he, and he, <laughs> he worked. Lift, lifted weights with my son for a long time, and uh, he's a very dear friend, and uh, I, I just think the world of him. That's awesome. Uh, that's Coach Wells Gulledge. Next up, uh, a sport, obviously, uh, near and dear to your heart, baseball, but arguably the greatest baseball player. Well, definitely when it comes to Major League Baseball tenure, no one played longer in Major League Baseball than Chris Hatcher, Coach. Chris, uh, yeah, like you said, is the longest tenured professional baseball player from Lenoir County. First time I ever saw him play, uh, he was catching. And he could throw a ball look like a pea to second base and never come out of a crouch. I've never seen anything like it. And I said, that boy will be a major league catcher. What did he did you, Really? Yeah, you I, said- I said he'll be a major league catcher. He turned out to be a major league pitcher. <laughs> and uh, went to Wilmington, had a great career, and then signed with the Marlins and uh, went on to have a great career with the Dodgers in Oakland. And uh, what a fine young man he is. Uh, and I, I visited with Chris not too long ago, and just a real real gentleman. And uh, But I'll never forget seeing him first time. I said, Lord, have mercy. There's no way he won't play in the major leagues as a catcher. 
I got to tell you, what's neat about him, and I say this as the ultimate compliment here, Ed Sexton, and to anybody who's listening, Chris Hatcher's got a lot of George Whitfield in him. And what I mean by that is you talk to Coach Whit, you'd never know he's in 12 Halls of Fame. You would never know all the great things because he's so humble. That's the way Chris Hatcher is too, isn't he, Coach Whit? I mean, he, yeah. he is. He Seriously, there are people who meet him, and they have no idea he played almost major, a decade in the major leagues. Exactly right. And I, I visited with him at Ken's Grill. But we lunched together a couple of weeks ago, and uh, you almost had to pull him to get any information out of him at all about his career. And uh, he, he was a stud with the Dodgers. He absolutely yeah. was. Next up, like I said, all these people I know are special to you, Coach. And, and here's another one that's really special to you, Craig Hill. Well, Craig's a man that's wore so many hats. I, I don't know how many of them he's got on, but he's done them all tremendously. You know, he was a good athlete at Kinston High School and then uh, came back as a wonderful principal, principal of the year. Uh, then he was a, assistant superintendent over in Wilson. He's made so many contributions in this town. He's been uh, on the commissioners, county commissioners. He's done it all mm -hmm. and uh, just had a wonderful career, and he's a very giving. The Chamber of Commerce also. Chamber of yep. Commerce, and he's a very giving person and always thinking of other people. Hey, listen, the thing I love the most about Coach Craig Hill, and I, I have a similar affection for him that I have for you, Coach Witt, is the, and I, I would love from your point of view, I consider him like a conduit from your generation and yep. to – the younger generations, and he does. He knows everybody yep. in Kinsale and Orr County. He knows the George Whitfields and the Sexton family and all those other folks. But you know what? He also knows the Reggie Bullocks and the Ingrams and that. He, he's pretty unique in that, isn't he, Coach? Yeah, it's because he's interested. Yeah. And uh, he really likes them, and he, he does. He probably knows as much about all from every era as anybody I know. Mm -hmm. And uh, every, everybody likes Craig, and he, he's been such a good friend. Next up is uh, Earl Miller, uh, uh, who is from Akin High School in North Carolina College. And when you talk to the folks from uh, Akin, they'll tell you, he may be the best football player that ever came from Akin, Coach. Well, i tell you one thing. When, when Bill Grice says that this boy is the best that he's ever had, yeah. he's got to be a real stud. Yeah. Because Bill Grice had a lot of great football players at Adkin High School, a lot of them. And I'm anxious to meet Earl. I've never met him, and he went on to have a, a wonderful career uh, in Tarboro at mm -hmm. Patilla High School. And uh, also, he's in the Tarboro High School Hall of Fame, <laughs> but must have been a great offensive and defensive player because he played both ways back then. Yep. And he's not that big. Not that big from the pictures I've seen of him. He's not that big, so I'm anxious to meet him for the first time. And one of uh, the great players in North Carolina College. It's now North Carolina Central history too. I got to tell you, Coach, there's one player that's the next one coming up that I think has been overdue for uh, being in. And this is one of the things that it kind of strikes my heart chords because you've been saying this for years with a Hall of Fame coach. Let's honor these people while they still are with us, you know, and let's give them their roses while they're still here. <sighs> Unfortunately, not going to be the case with Charles Shackelford, one of the greatest players to ever play in Kenson High School history. He passed away a few years ago. But uh, I know you've been an advocate for him too, Coach, uh, former NC State player. Well, he's the real Shaq. He is the real Shaq. You're yeah. right. Yeah. And talk about the other Shaq, but he's the real Shaq. Yep. Uh, yeah, he was one of the highly, most highly recruited players in America at Kinston High School, named All-State, the best player by the Greensboro Daily News. And uh, it just breaks my heart that he's not here yeah. uh, to accept it. But he played for Coach Valbano at NC State and had a career – in pro ball with the Nets, 76ers, the Timberwolves, and the Hornets. But he's way overdue. 
way, way overdue. And it's like, I think about him, Coach. When I hear when you when we're in meetings, you're like, "Listen, let's honor let's honor these folks while they're still with us, instead of waiting until it's a posthumous thing." Couple of us, uh, South Lenore. Uh, you know, we've talked about what Atkin and Granger and Kenston and North Lenore. Now, a couple of South Lenore uh, here as we're doing these in alphabetical order. But Peggy, I've got to admit, now this is a, a, a an inductee that I don't know personally, but I know Jimmy Smith has just uh, hammered us how important Peggy Jean Taylor was to the history and the fabric of South Lenore High School, Coach. Well, I feel the same way about uh, her uh, with Jimmy Smith telling me that she's the greatest thing that came out of South Lenore. Uh, She's definitely one of the best female athletes ever to come out of Lenore County, Uh, and she's made a significant mark in North Carolina in coaching women's athletics. She was a great star on the basketball team. Uh, where they earned three conference championships. She went to East Carolina, was an outstanding player. I think they were 51-8 and eight in her three years there. <laughs> and uh, she had a sterling coaching career at North Pitt and Williamston, coached volleyball, tennis, basketball, softball. She's been on the SASE Committee uh, for Student Services in the state of North Carolina. She's just done it all. There you go. And then our final uh, individual inductee, we had him here on the show earlier. And again – Let's uh, bring up Coach Jimmy Smith. When Jimmy Smith says, this is the best player that ever played at uh, South Lenore High School, men's basketball player, boys basketball player, and Don Whaley, you got – Jimmy Smith was pretty doggone good himself, and he's seen everybody come through there. When he says Don Whaley is the best, I take his word for it, Coach. Well, I've not only heard Jimmy say it, I've heard a lot of people say that Don was the best basketball player, that he could have played for anybody, anywhere – and he, he was uh, from the 70, 73 era. He was a four-sport player down there, football, basketball, baseball, and track. Averaged 23 points a game his senior <laughs> year. Uh, then he went on to Campbell and had a great career where he scored 538 points. I think his senior year has been inducted into the Campbell University Hall of Fame. Uh, had, a, had an interesting thing. He was invited to two professional sport tryouts, one with New Orleans Jazz and the other one with the Dallas Cowboys. Does that tell you what kind of athlete he was? Yeah. And uh, uh, I have never met Don. I've heard about him for years, so I'm anxious to meet him. I met him on the phone the other day. He was, like I said, he was a guest, and he just he's very excited about this too, about being a part of this. Uh, real quick, Coach, we've only got a couple minutes left, but I did want to talk about uh, these teams that are going to be inducted too. First, the 1949 and 1950 Granger baseball teams, Coach. Well, the, that was uh, that was two great baseball teams. The first two baseball teams in, in, in Granger to win the uh, state championship. The only two boys alive from the 1949 team, Red McDaniel, uh, who's coming, and he'll be here to, uh, today, and uh, Fred Williams, who is sick and not being able to make it. Then uh, the 1950 team, Red McDaniel is the only survivor wow. of that team. Then you got the 1955 and 56 basketball teams coached by Ed's dad. And from I Granger think, High School. Granger also. High School. Yep. I think there's five or six boys in 55 that are going to be here. And they're coming from everywhere, from Florida and all over. And then the 56 team, I think there's seven boys going to be here that, all, that are living. And uh, then the Adkin team, I think I talked to their coach, and he said there were going to be five uh, boys from that. And, and from that's the 1969 Adkin basketball Adkin team. state yep. championship team. So it'll be a lot of fun to see all those guys. The neat thing about the Atkin team is, uh, just for folks, historically, that was the last team in Kenston, <coughs> Lenore County, or uh, not in Lenore County, but in Kenston, 
to win a state championship in basketball. Before until, integration. Yep, before integration. But the last team until the 2008 Kenston team coached by? Wells Gullage. Wells Gullage. Uh, so we went almost 40 years. Yep. And uh, Ed Sexton, just real quick, uh, that 55 and 56 grand, you will be representing your father, uh, that 55 and 56 Granger basketball teams that won the state championship those years. What's it going to mean to you to represent your father uh, at, at that ceremony? Well, it's a great honor, and um, I look forward to meet, seeing the guys. I, I remember – you know, I remember. They're going to remember you as the little, uh, little kid. Yeah. <laughs> Ed, Ed was the mascot on one of the teams I played on. Were you really? Yeah. Well, only because of George. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I, I was uh, very involved. I mean, I love basketball, you know, back then. And uh, it was uh, – but it's, it's an honor to represent my father and, and, and to see the guys. And I'm, I, you know, I remember all of them. Well, I may not recognize them. <laughs> they may not recognize you. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> we're going to have, have some name tags. <laughs> there you go. I love it. And I know, uh, Coach uh, Whitfield, you're going to ha- you're having a little get together tonight. And I wish I come kind of have to cover a high school football game tonight. You know, uh, here on nine sixty, the Bull. But uh, again, just the the neat thing that you do every year with uh, your George Whitfield coaching uh, camp that you do, and then your Hall of Fame. And then tonight that you're going to have uh, all these people together, I can tell you. I know uh, Coach Craig Hill's very excited to be uh, attending that tonight. What, what does that mean to you to be able to get all uh, the Sexton family and all these other heroes that were, you know, the heroes of people here in Kenston and North County back in the, the 50s and 60s? What does it mean to you to get all them together tonight? Well, it'll be a lot of fun. We're going to get together, and uh, it's, we're going to probably close to 100 guys and gals wow. that, that uh, grew up in our era. And uh, they came down for the for the banquet on Saturday night, and so I said, "Well, let's let's all get together on Friday and uh, enjoy one another's company." So that's what we're gonna do. Well, I again, thank you for the invitation, and I mean that sincerely. I wish I could come, but uh, I gotta I I gotta do a football <laughs> game tonight, Coach North and North Green Central. Listen, just final thoughts from you, Coach uh, Coach Witt, on uh, this ceremony this weekend, and. Uh, I know this means so much to you to be able to get up there and to induct these folks and hand them their awards and everything. Uh, just, uh, just your final thoughts on well, uh, this it, ceremony. I think it's going to be a great night and, uh, the community, uh, Lenoir County has really turned out well. Uh, it's just hard to believe. I, I mentioned to him, I said, well, if we're going to do this thing, let, let's, let's see if we can hit 400. Yeah. Which, you know. Oh, you, was, you blew right by that, was, Coach Will. We blew by that, and I think that they told me that somewhere in the 490 right now that they bought tickets. You know, if I know Bill Ellis and, I, and even Corey Povar to that degree, and oh, 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 I had to give you an opportunity. I'm sorry before, and I know we're right up against the clock, but uh, Corey Povar, Charlie Casey, they've put, and Steve Oliver, they've put they a lot put of a work lot, into this. They put they? a lot of work and effort into it, and they're all for it, and it, it's uh, it's a real credit that they're behind it and helping us in every way. Well, I I could not let you go without giving you an opportunity to brag on them because they really have. I mean, you are the face of the Hall of Fame, but, I mean, Corey Povar, Charlie Casey, and like I said, even Steve Oliver, who really got this 2023 thing going, uh, what, back in January or February. Yep. It, We've got to give credit where credit is due there. Uh, Ed Sexton, thank you so much for uh, making your debut here on the show. <laughs> thank C- you. Come with uh, Coach Witt the next time he comes, too. I love having- right. Where do you live now? Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Wow. So here all the way from Baton Rouge. Hey, I'm a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> you go with uh, Coach Witt to the World Series, don't I do. you? I've seen you on TV before wearing uh, your – now, now, you should be wearing the ECU colors, okay? <laughs> 
I'm a tiger. <laughs> there you go. Listen, uh, Ed Sexton, thank you so much. And Coach Whitfield, sir, thank you so much for coming in this morning. Always good to be this, with okay? you, Brian. There you go. I'll tell you what, we're going to get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. We will wrap up this Friday, August 18th edition of the Brian and Hank Show right after that. It's finally Friday. It's the day we've been waiting for for a long, long time. About nine months, actually. It's Football Friday, John Dawson. How are you going to celebrate Football Friday tonight, dude? I've been marking the days off my calendar. You just don't know, Brian. Jonathan Massey. Uh, Brian, I'm so excited. In nine months, I'm going to have a child. (laughs) All right. I tell you what, if the weather ever gets like it's not walking out into the back of a stamp, I would love to hang (laughs) out in the booth with you like when it's October and temperate. You know, I've been talking about this all week. Uh, Yeah, I would. I want you to come to it. You can... uh, I'll put some headphones on you, and uh, you uh, can help us do the game. <laughs> but did you know on uh, the bowl today, I'm going to be on for about eight hours today because from 7 to 9, you know, here in the morning as we're doing the show live here, you know, as we're doing it tangibly live right now, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, and then uh, from 3 to 5, then I'm doing the pregame show from 5 to 7, and then we're doing the game from 7 to about 10 or 10.30, so right at about eight hours, people here on 960 The Bull get to hear my voice today wow i can just wait a minute hear that that's the stock skyrocketing there you go there you go excited if you about own that. any w the company that owns wrns is stock you know dick broadcasting there you go there you go absolutely uh jonathan massey here we are on our birthday game, and we're, we're, we've got a short amount of time today because we've got so many guests, so uh, we can't go super I'll do long. A, I'll do a traditional one today. Talk about Go Eco Office Automation. Uh, tell us about Go Eco Office Automation. Well, they're a fine company. Uh, they, they too are excited about Football Friday, and they they want everybody to have a good time, and they want everybody to come out and see what Go Eco Office Automation is all about, and all the great things that they can do for you and your business. I, dude, that was good. Tell us about Jacques, though. No, he, he just did it. Nice. He just did it to save time. Now you're extending. I know it. that's okay. my fault. Jacques's a good dude, though, man. Yeah, He's, uh, has a has a handsome musk. He does have a handsome musk. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> but if you want to get in touch with Jacques and see about his handsome musk, you just need to pick up the phone and dial 252-252-286-286-53-53-54. Or visit his website at goeconc.com. What is goeco.com or esquire.com? <laughs> there you go. I was going to do a musical hint here for this first birthday, Jonathan Massey, but I couldn't find a clean song. <laughs> and I tried my best. It I might not be music. Well, no, you'll no, it's Andy Samberg. Today is Andy Samberg's oh, birthday. Oh. And I love, 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 love Andy Samberg. I mean, I do, but there are no clean versions. I even went to YouTube, and they've got, I'm doing air quotes here, clean versions. But, Jonathan, you would, uh, Jonathan, I'm looking right at you, John, and I call you Jonathan. Well, my name is Jonathan. Well, it is. There you go. But, John, you would, uh, it would give you too much work trying to even clean up the clean version. So, let's just say I'm a huge fan. Aren't you a fan of Andy Samberg, aren't you, John? I like Andy Samberg. I like his Lonely Island stuff, of course. That's what I was looking at, yeah. And uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is awesome. It is awesome. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. That's what I. Genius. Do you (laughs) 
You know how many times I sang that uh, when we were on our cruise a couple of weeks ago? Oh, God, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> was it up there with Rock Lobster numbers? It was up there with Rock Lobster numbers for sure. But what was funny about it was when we uh, ported in uh, in Victoria, British Columbia, I guess is what it is, the, the city of Victoria. Did you see, did y'all see my snap? I've seen you snap lots of times, Brian. You have. Did you see the snap? Well, you're not on Snapchat, though, either, are you? Not anymore. Not really. Doggone it. Anyway, I took a snap from the boat because we didn't get off, and it said, Victoria, I'm on a boat. Mm -hmm. And that was was just glorious to me. Poor Linda. Yeah. You know, why do I keep hearing people say that all the time? I mean, every time we go somewhere, everybody's like, we're so sorry, Linda. You know, I know you've got the whole... Uh, that's that's my trademark. That is mine. Everybody else, you got to stop doing it. So stop it. Well, everybody well Massey, goes. Massey, I'll share with Massey. Okay. But that's it. Well, there you go. Uh, Andy Samberg over there, uh, Jonathan Massey, uh, on SNL Forever. Like you said, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Did you ever see their, uh, he and one of his guys, and I can't remember the guy, but they did the Bash Brothers. They, yeah. They were Jose Canseco and Mark, Mark McGuire. McGuire. Yeah. It is so stupid. I'm telling you right now, John Dawson, it's stupid. Okay. I mean, it's so, but it's so stupid. It's brilliant. Okay. I mean, and it is. Is it as dumb as the lettuce one about lazy Sunday and eating lettuce? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to tell you, it's not, I mean, but it's so, like I said, it's so stupid. It's brilliant. And it's. I always liked him on SNL in the the pre tape stuff I thought was hysterical. I never liked him in sketches unless I just didn't see the right one. I think I agree with you. I don't No sketch just stands out to me. Laser Cats. Laser Cats was funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he played a good, like, secondary or tertiary character in some sketches, but the, the, not, um, they called him Digital Shorts. Tertiary. Yeah. I know words. <laughs> Dude, you're pretty good with words. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, Andy Samberg, today's his birthday, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? 43. You say 43. What do you say, John Dawson? He is not, indeed, 43. 42. He was born August the 18th in the year of the Lord, 1978. So he's 45 today. So wow. congratulations, uh, Jonathan Massey. You get that and take a one to nothing lead. I know you're a fan of this next birthday, John Dawson. Sincerely, sincerely. You've talked about him before. Uh, Dennis Leary. I don't know any other way to build him up. Uh, Dennis Leary. Wasn't he on Saturday Night Live? No. Okay. He was in draft day. He was in draft day. That was such a stupid movie. Did you see it? That would Obviously. never happen. I mean, And I love Kevin Costner. I, listen, you put Kevin Costner in anything, I'll watch it. I, I like Kevin Costner. Yeah, I do too. That has got to be his worst movie he ever made. I mean, it just wasn't realistic. If you're a football fan, dude, it, did you ever see Draft Day? No. Okay. Well, don't. I, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to save you two hours of your life that you'll never get back. It's that bad. Dude, I'll even tell you this. I love Kevin Costner so much. It, uh, Draft Day is kind of cycling through uh, HBO right now. So it was on HBO. So I watched the final 20, 25 minutes of it the other night just because I was like, you know, maybe I just didn't give it enough of a chance. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, I did give it <laughs> enough of a chance. It's no, I mean, it's terrible. I mean, it's, it's made for Hollywood. It's not made for sports fans. But they made it like it was supposed to be for sports fans, and it's just its so unrealistic. Don't oh, you? yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have we seen teams trade three first-round picks for number one overall? Yes. Yeah. But nobody would trade a, a top six pick for three second-round picks. It's just not going to happen. And the way the trades, right, it just 
bananas. It was stupid. Uh, again, I think somebody who, like a Linda, who's not a diehard sports fan, might go, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. But, dude, in real life, that would never, ever happen. But Dennis Leary played a good – I thought his character in that was very good. Decent. Yeah, yeah he, he was the head coach of the team that uh, Kevin Costner The characters weren't bad. It was the, the plot. You know, though, okay, I can't believe we're getting off on this, but you were the one who said uh, uh, draft day. Oh. And we're, uh, anyway, long story short, uh, what was his wife's name that does all the uh, credit card commercials? I don't Jennifer know. Garner. Yeah. I just don't find her attractive. And God forgive me, I just don't. You know who we're talking about, right? Yeah. You find her attractive? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't. <laughs> I, yeah. There's just something about her that just, I don't know. She's I too think. feminine for Brian. <laughs> Well, that's not untrue. Okay, Dennis Leary. <laughs> Dennis Leary, uh, you're, you're a fan, right, John? I like I like this stand-up. I haven't seen much of his acting work. I just did you like his Christmas special? I don't know that I've seen it. It's pretty funny. Did he really have a Christmas special? Hmm. Oh, probably R-rated though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Dennis Leary over there, John Dawson. Sixty. Wow. What would you say? 65. 66, indeed. He was born August 18th, 1957. It's tied one to one. Man, one of my favorite. Now, he, the, we've got all actors the rest of the way here. Uh, how about that? All the male actors. I didn't even realize that when I put this together. Hmm. He is a good. No. <laughs> <laughs> Feel good about yourself over there? Never. <laughs> Ed Norton. Edward Norton, who was in... Uh, Get over here, Norton! Oh, not that guy. You mean... <coughs> no, not that guy. American History X, Fight Club. Yeah. Fight Club. He was awesome. What was the one where he... Uh, in fact, Bill Simmons just did a uh, rewatchables uh, where he's a altar boy. The Primal Fear. Did y'all ever see Primal Fear? I did not. Do put the... I'm, in all sincerity, you want to see a good movie that has you guessing to the end? Primal Fear is it. It's got Richard Gere in it. It's got, uh, what's the woman's name that was in, uh, oh gosh, I can't remember. Anyway, just take my word for it. Primal Fear, and I'm not going to give anything away. It has got a twist you don't see coming. Okay. okay. And it will, you've never seen Primal Fear? It kind of surprises me a little bit. You put it on your list. Right. I believe it's on uh, Max right now or on HBO Max, whatever they call it. Uh, but check that out, Primal Fear. But Ed Norton's one of the stars of it and is freaking amazing in it. It's very, very good. In fact, it was his very first movie he ever made. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, it's very good. So anyway, Ed Norton over there, uh, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? Uh, 55. You say 55. John Dawson, Ed Norton. 54. And you get your second one in a row right on the button. He was born August 18, 1969. So he, too, is 54 years old. It goes back to you, Dawson. Uh, I don't even know how to introduce this next guy. Then just say Robert Redford. Today is Robert Redford's birthday. Again, one of those just all time. We had Robert De Niro yesterday. Mm-hmm probably one of the top 20 actors of all time top 25 you'd have to say robert Redford would be up there too right let's see the natural captain america the winter soldier uh avengers endgame what was the movie he was in was about it? watergate yeah uh well, it's not watergate but uh it was the wilbert and bernstein movie whatever it was called it was yeah, about watergate uh, god bless america that was his, my favorite movie of his he's awesome in that 
uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Mm-hmm. All the President's Men. All the President's Men is a great movie. That, if I had to have one movie of his, that's what it would be. There you go. Robert Redford, how old is he today over there, John Dawson? What, who leads? Uh, he leads two, two, to two, to two to one. Okay. 84. You say 84. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 85. <laughs> You guys are just right on top of it the whole time. Robert Redford, born August 18th, 1938, 85 years old today. So it's tied two to two. Oh, The Sting. That's a good one, That's too. another good one. It comes down to this. Uh, this actor's passed away, and kind of, I cannot believe he died in 2009. I cannot believe he's been gone that long. Patrick Swayze. Mm. Loves some Patrick Swayze, man. And it seems like every woman I've ever dated or <laughs> been with just loves Patrick Swayze, too. And I can understand why. I mean, he's a... He's a good-looking man. He was a uh, except the only uh, movie he was in. You've seen it, Jonathan. I know that I couldn't stand him in was Donnie Darko. You remember that? I I know he was in Donnie Darko, but I cannot for whatever reason it's blacked out in my mind. Good, you don't part. want to remember? No, because he played. Uh, I don't think I'm. Well, yeah, I'd be giving something away. He played a bad character in that. A bad guy. Uh, a sick guy. So yeah, a Virginia fan. Hey. <laughs> Patrick Swayze, like I said, passed away in 2009. Jonathan Massey, uh, favorite Patrick Swayze movie? I don't. If you don't say Roadhouse, then I'm Roadhouse gonna, is probably that is not the, the best one. movie the man was in. There's no way that was. To, it's, the, it's a bad movie that's a good that people like. You know, it's not a good movie. Just be it honest. It was so bad it was good. I don't. <laughs> left, if I had to pick up. boot. Well, I, uh, it makes me think about Family Guy. Remember when Family Guy did Roadhouse? Roadhouse. Roadhouse. I like that Jeff Healy's in it. Dude, it's so bad, it's good. That's what made Roadhouse good, man. It was awesome. Okay. I don't, I don't think I have a fat favorite Swayze movie. Ghost? Honestly. Dirty Dancing? Good Lord. I can, why can't I just name off all these Patrick Swayze movies? You're a girl. I sort of am. Uh, Patrick Swayze over there, uh, Jonathan Massey. How old would he be today? Like I said, he died in 2009. So 71. He was born August the 18th, 1952. So, yes, he would be 71 years old today. Congratulations there, Jonathan. You get that. Uh, you win uh, today 3-2 to two, uh, local birthdays. Uh, Keith Spence's beautiful daughter, Lindsay. Today is her birthday. Uh, happy birthday, Lindsay. Today is Jarrell Moulton's birthday. Uh, we, I think we did a podcast with him when we were with uh, the Free Press. I know we did so many, but uh, he's a financial guy. Good dude. Uh, Tyson Creech, today is his birthday. Uh, Hardy Creech's son. I did a big story on Tyson when he was uh, he was the manager for Carolina basketball, mm-hmm. if you remember. And, uh, and he's married now. Congratulations for all that. But Tyson Creech. And then Riley Outlaw. I worked with her up in the press box at uh, Granger Stadium for a while, too. So, today, uh, like I said, today being Friday, August 18th, hope everybody has a good weekend. If your birthday is today, like Riley Outlaw, Tyson Creech, Jarrell Moulton, Lindsey Spence, the great Patrick Swayze, have a great weekend. We will see you on Monday on the birthday game presented by Goeco Office Automation. And a fun birthday game there for sure. And I'm telling you, uh, man, uh, a great weekend. We've been building up to this. I was talking about this last month. I've been... Talking about it for weeks now, and it is finally here upon us as we have high school football starting tonight. Be sure to uh, listen to us. If you're listening to us live right now, our pregame show begins at 5 o'clock, the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show. We will have uh, uh, the coaches from uh, Green Central, Parrot Academy, Kenston, South Nor, North Nor, even Aiden Grifton's Paul Cornwell joining us 
on our pregame show, uh, getting you ready for all their games tonight, uh, talking about their 2023 seasons. Uh, just very excited about that. And then the game of the night uh, or the game of the week is going to be right over at Green Central High School as we will have North Lenore at Green Central High School, the 60th edition of that game between those two schools. And just uh, very excited to be a part of that. But again, the pregame show, the Reload Discount Drugs pregame show, that is at 5 o'clock. Myself, Paul Whittington, uh, uh, Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith will join us for a a part of that too. And then we'll be uh, – all three of us will, and Keith Spence will be bringing you the uh, the game of the week tonight from Snow Hill. Cannot wait for that. Uh, other games tonight. I do need to tell you this real quick. Other games tonight. Kinston is at South Central. South Lenore is at North Johnson. Parrot Academy is at Harold's Christian for an 11-man game. Then Aiden Grifton at Wilson Prep. And then tomorrow, man, uh, the Kinston-Lenore County Sports Hall of Fame ceremony. I, you heard what Coach said. I think we're close to 500 people that are going to be there. If you want tickets for it, though, give Corey Povar or Charlie Casey a call at the Parks Rec Department, and I will try to we'll try to fit you in somewhere there. Also, battle the badges all weekend at Historic Granger Stadium. I'll be doing PA for that too. So it's going to be just an incredible, incredible, awesome weekend. Listen, have a great weekend. Uh, join us on the radio tonight. Uh, Join us at the Hall of Fame tomorrow night at Battle of the Badges all weekend. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.